0: Welcome to the Great Minnesota Get Together, everybody. Hello, it's Hubbard Broadcasting Day. I'm Stacy. That's Hutch. I shaved my back. <laughs> and our podcast producer Ross is here as well. It is Stacy not to say too much. Hey, Ross.
1: Wonderful to actually be invited to be here. Thank you very much. We Who a- invited
0: you? Yeah. All right. Good point. (laughs) You know, we have a really fun uh, podcast episode today. We've got someone we're going to talk to in just a second. You guys are going to be excited about. And we're going to do Pass or Play Live. Plus, we've got Snack Chat from State Fair Foods. So we're going to try some stuff. If you haven't tried it yet, we'll let you know uh, what to try, what not to try. And uh, I'm excited about Mitch.
2: But first, can we say thank you to Mattress Galaxy for sponsoring our podcast, making our podcast even possible
0: that's why we have Ross here, and Ross didn't remember. Well, but thanks, Stace. <laughs> Stacy's a professional. She yes, got right.
2: it. Mattress Galaxy with locations in Hastings, Hudson, New Richmond, and their new location in Woodbury, located right next to the Water Tower. Mattress Galaxy, sleep better now.
0: All right, Minnesotans, we all know this place. Worldwide, they know this place. Paisley Park, we're going to talk to Managing Director Mitch McGuire. Please welcome Mitch McGuire on the stage here.
2: Hello, hello. Hey, hey man.
3: Thank you for uh, inviting me. How stylish does Mitch look? I know. You're so tailored. Well, (laughs) you know, when you work at a place like Paisley Park, and you know how important fashion was to Prince, we're never going to quite measure up to that standard, but you got to at least try. So I try. That's why I could never work, because I'd wear sweatpants.
2: Oh, you'd be fired immediately. If they were
3: purple sweatpants, would they be? Well, you'd probably be a little closer to getting in the door, but I don't know if uh, you'd
0: quite nail it yet. You know, Paisley Park is just obviously so synonymous with Prince, but... When you go by it, you you just think, if you don't know what it is, you go by and you go, it, it's another warehouse or storage facility or, or even cool soundstage. Yeah,
3: yeah, a cool building, yeah, a cool office building. It's It's remarkable for how many years that place has been out there and for how many years Prince did what he did out there. And for how many years we were lucky to have him there doing what it is he did. And that was really the accessibility that we had to his genius here in the Twin Cities. And he created some incredible art over the years at Paisley Park.
2: And he did a lot of things on the down low, a lot of good, nice things, a lot of, like, donating to a lot of music programs and things. Why did he not, why did he keep that so quiet?
3: Well, you know, I I would never make the mistake of speaking for Prince, but what I would guess is that he was someone who appreciated the applause when he was performing, Mm -hmm. but didn't need the applause when it came to the philanthropic things. And I think he did it on the down low because he knew it was the right thing to do, and he didn't need the adulation that would come along with it. I think he was able to see how he helped people, and that was enough. Why, so
0: why, Minnesotan. Well, we talk about that. I think you and I saw that Oprah interview, and you pick why Minnesota? Why would you come to Minnesota? And, you know, it's a great music scene if people don't know this. A lot of producers started here. But why Minnesota for Paisley Park? And I know his famous line was, because it's cold here and no one robs. You know, it's, you know which is... <laughs> Keeps blessing. all the bad people out, right? Yeah, a, yeah. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I think, you know, we were lucky because though Prince did live other places throughout the years, Paisley was always home base. And I think that's in part why we were able to develop a a relationship with him in this community that, you know, other people didn't have with him. And in part why we felt his loss, I think, in a whole different way. Um, But it was just incredible, I think, the generosity that he had to invite perfect strangers into his home and sometimes play three to four hour concerts for you, You know, you were leaving as the sun was coming up, and if you were lucky, he was serving you pancakes on the way out the door. I mean, that's an experience that you can't even dream of happening anywhere else. What about
0: the rewards of a place like Paisley Park and working there and seeing this on a daily basis and walking through those doors? Be like, wow, some of the stuff that happened here, some of the albums and artists that still today come in and record, because it's still a working production facility.
3: It is, and that's really important when you consider what it means to continue to foster and promote Prince's legacy. Uh, Not only is Paisley a tribute to his legacy now going forward, and and that's why the museum is important, but to your point, you know, it has to remain a place where artists can uh, continue to create art, record music, and perform. And and that's, you know, just another way uh, that we preserve and promote everything that he accomplished over the years. Uh, But I think, you know, as it relates to what goes on there, it's not lost on me how special it is to work there every day. It's not lost on the uh, other employees. And for me, there's like a never-ending well of inspiration as it relates to Prince and Paisley. And that's one of the things I love about it. You can't help but be inspired when you walk through those doors. So the goal is to take a bit of that with you when you leave and apply it to whatever it is you do in your life, whether you're a, a DJ or a musician yourself or a school teacher. You know, when you do those things, when you aspire to be the best version of yourself that you can be, just like Prince did, well, that's how his legacy lives on outside of the art itself.
2: What are some things about Paisley Park or about Prince that surprised you when you started working there? Or was there anything?
3: Well, I, I think when it came to Prince, not much surprised me because there was this sort of moniker that existed for all these years that Paisley Park, you never know what might happen. You know, you were conditioned to expect the unexpected. And I think that's in part what we loved so much about him. Um, It was really not an experience you could articulate, but one you just had to live. And that's why it's hard to talk to people and really try to convey to them what it was like to see Prince play or just be a part of his orbit. You got the feeling that he could move mountains. And in doing so, you felt like, you know, you were a little bit closer to doing that yourself.
0: You know, one thing Stacey and I always talk about on the show is her love for shoes. She loves shoes, and this exhibit has been around for a year now, and I was talking with Mitch, and I want to see if you can guess, how many
3: pairs of shoes do you think Prince had? Uh, At least 300. Well, you'd be right in that. There's 300 on exhibit right now, but that's only a small fraction of what he owned. Ah! Uh, Right now in the collection, there's about 1,200 pairs of shoes. Wow! But even that said, he owned probably thousands more. I mean, he had one shoemaker in particular that probably made a couple of thousand shoes himself, so... Prince was a big fan of footwear, but it wasn't your regular run-of-the-mill, off-the-rack kind of stuff. He wasn't that kind of guy. Everything was custom-made.
2: Were they made custom-made here? In the Twin Cities? Can you tell me that?
3: So he had uh, several different shoemakers over the years. A couple of them were based uh, in L.A., mm-hmm. uh, some of them overseas. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they all worked in conjunction with the in-house Paisley Park wardrobe team to make sure that they were getting the right fabrics, that the shoes were being coordinated with all those outfits, because it wasn't just enough to have a jacket that matched your pants. You had to have a pair of shoes that matched everything. Duh!
4: <laughs>
0: And I'm sure the boxer briefs had to match. And everything, the watches and the jewelry, everything was matching with Prince. Even the customized guitars that he was wearing had to match his outfit. And even those, probably in the thousands as well, between the instruments and the guitars and a lot of the other things that he had.
3: Yeah, we were really fortunate in that it seemingly Prince hung on to just about everything, which is great when you consider that Paisley is now also a museum Mm -hmm. because that allows us to switch these artifacts out over time. So when you all come to visit us, if you haven't already, when you come back again, you'll be able to get a different experience and see different things.
2: Do you think that there will ever be a time where some of those outfits or things will ever be up for auction or giveaway? I will be first in line. Yeah, well, I can tell you
3: (laughs) from a Paisley Park, Park perspective, they're a part of that collection. They belong to Paisley. They'll stay at Paisley. You know, there are other Prince-related items that, for whatever reason, maybe they were gifts that he gave to other people. You might see those at auction, uh, but rest assured, they're never going to be a part of that Paisley Park collection, those items that are up for auction.
0: And I don't know if you have an answer for this, but the biggest question people have asked, especially around this time and here, and you may not know the answer, but going to ask it anyway. Was Prince ever going to
3: play the State Fair?
2: That was going to be my next question, (laughs) yeah. Why didn't he ever play? So
3: that's a good question. I don't fully know, but what I can tell you is when you have a one-stop shop like Paisley Park where you literally just walk downstairs into that soundstage and everybody comes to you, You don't really need to go anywhere, you know, and I think, in part, that's what Prince appreciated. And he was
0: so famous, you know, you'd hear about it, i hear about it, like, oh, Prince is going to play tonight, he just decided he's going to play tonight, and he'd post it
3: somewhere, and then people would just first come, first serve, show up, and then just hang out with him. Mm -hmm. So those evenings were remarkable, you're right, in that they were always late at night, they were often last minute, before the age of the internet, if you didn't know somebody who knew someone, you wouldn't know it was happening at all. But he would make you wait, you know? Like sometimes I remember waiting in line for hours before Prince would show up. Sometimes he wouldn't show up at all, but it was still cool because you were listening to Prince music in his house. (laughs) But when he did show up, I mean, it's like all your cares just melted away. And he was three feet in front of you. You were watching him do all those things that you'd watched him do your entire life. And because he was going on so late or early in the morning, Some folks had left by that point. They couldn't hang. And I think he probably did that purposely in so much he wanted to perform for the people who really wanted to be there. So some nights there were 20 people in those audiences. And that's hard to fathom, you know, when you have someone of Prince's ilk and, you know, you're just hanging out in his living room. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. And
0: did did I tell you, I don't know if I told you this, but... It wasn't just a music studio. It wasn't just a production facility for
3: musical entertainment. F- movies have been filmed at oh, Paisley yeah. Park. Absolutely. It's a Hollywood-style soundstage over there at Paisley. So not only did he film his own movies and music videos there, like 1990's Graffiti Bridge, but there were other production companies that would rent the space out from time to time uh, for their own commercial projects. So another Minnesota film, Grumpy Old Men. Some of you might remember that one. Yep, big fan back there. Um <laughs> That was filmed at Paisley, too.
0: It's, it's amazing what is in that place because you look on the outside. And I said this, especially around that circular oval building. It looks small, but, you, you know, you've been in there. I haven't. It's, it's just bigger than life. And it's not only the size but the presence of everything in there. And so what do people, what, do you, what should people expect? And what type of different tours can people take? And what can
3: they see and how close can they get? Sure. So we're currently open uh, six days a week for public tours. There's three different tour offerings. You can take what's called the Paisley Experience, which is like a general admission tour. It lasts about an hour and a half. There's the VIP Experience. It's just as the name suggests, a very important person tour. It's about two hours. And then there's the tour that I think you took, Hutch, the Ultimate Experience. So that's if you're looking for your purple deep dive into Prince's life, then grab that scuba scuba gear because that's the one for you. Um, It's about a three-hour tour. It's really... A a great tour in so much that you see some really special parts of Paisley and get some content that you wouldn't get on the other tours. It's an emotional experience for many. Um, You know, quite literally, Prince was the soundtrack to so many people's lives. So to now come face to face with those spaces where he created so much of that music is is an emotional experience for a lot of people.
0: And we'll tell you this, um, when you go real quick, it doesn't feel, and I don't want to say this wrong it doesn't feel like an attraction it doesn't feel it feels like someone's home
2: it's not depressing either no no, no. It's,
0: it's very lively you know one of my favorite things was and i don't know this might be a secret to people that are visiting but you get to go to a studio and you get to hear some music a sample of music that he played on these huge speakers in
3: what studio is that so you're talking about the studio b control room and yeah. you're listening to it on those giant Westlake monitors. So talk about a home studio. That's not a bad home studio. You're listening to his music in his His, studio, and it's just an amazing experience. So if you want more information.
2: yeah, Are you out at the fair here?
3: So we are. We've got a purple booth right over there. What other color would it be? Purple! Stop over and say hey to the Paisley family over there. Check in with them. There's a trivia contest going on over there. You can win some cool stuff. If you want to just get a sense of what's going on at Paisley in general, not only tour information but live music, Hit up the website, paisleypark.com. We've always got something cool and exciting going on for all of you, and we'd love to see you there. All right, so here's what we're going to do right now. Miss, you can
0: stay because we'll uh, maybe expand upon some of this trivia we have here. Who wants to win tickets by answering uh, Prince Trivia and go to Paisley Park?
2: I think some folks are interested in that. All right, yes, come on up here. <laughs>
0: we'll have people go against each other. Ross, you want to go down
3: there with the microphone? We've got two people. Head on down there, Ross.
2: Are the doves still around?
3: The doves are still around. Oh, good. Uh, you know, contrary to popular belief, they actually don't cry at Paisley. Um, they they're, cool. they're happy and healthy, so we're we're <laughs> happy do about that. What do doves eat? Uh, they eat special dove food. Dove chow. Dove chow. Dovey chow.
0: Dovey chow. Dovey <laughs> chow. All right, uh, we're gonna start easy here, and so if you have the answer, well, first off, what are your names? Michael. And.
5: Chris Brown.
0: Chris Brown. Wow, I the love it. Chris Brown right here at the <laughs> there state fair. <we> <laughs> All right, so just raise your hand if you know the answer first, okay? What's Prince's full name? Prince Rogers Nelson. All ding right, ding. one point to you. Let's go. Let's go a little harder. Um, what city is Prince from? Chris Brown.
4: Minneapolis. South that, Minneapolis.
0: Oh, look at that, even getting So covered. specific. What is the name of the club that the kids band played in at Purple Rain? Chris Brown.
5: It's First Avenue, but back then it was uh, Uncle Sam's, I believe.
0: Well, we—it was like bonus points she's for Chris it. over here. She's
5: got it. She's got it
2: down.
0: All right, let's go to uh, let's go to the intermediate here. What superhero film did print?
2: Oh, they both are. They, you don't even need to finish the question. I think
0: it was Chris Brown who. Let's go over. She's finish already the got question, like twelve hundred points. <laughs> Batman. Batman is correct, and I think you know Batman soundtrack. You see the goal album on there when you walk in, one of the best film soundtracks ever, and one of the rare ones where he did everything with Danny Elfman.:
3: Yeah, Danny Elfman was a fan, and uh, you know, Prince got involved and turned out to be uh, an excellent album with one of his number one hits in Bat Dance.:
0: so, Stacy and I do Friday Feels, and it's hard because we want to do bat dance and we want to do anything <laughs> I did it from one the time.
3: Better. I had to edit a lot, but it was really cool.
2: Vicky Vale. Yeah. Vicky Vale,
0: <laughs> and it's one of the only soundtracks, by the way, that actually incorporates movie quotes mm-hmm. from a movie into an actual movie right. soundtrack. And mm-hmm. so, all right, let's do difficult here. How old was Prince when he wrote his first song?
2: Ooh, that's a hard Chris one. Chris Brown. I, th- I think he was like six
4: or seven. He was very young.
0: Wow, we'll give it to you six Is or seven. Is that right? Yeah. Oh
4: my gosh!
0: Um,
3: in the scene, sing- the song was called "Machine." So the song was called Machine. I think in some circles they'll tell you it's called Funk Machine, but I think at the time in which that song was written, Funk hadn't really—the term Funk hadn't really been popularized yet. So, so he Machine. pretty much he came started up the with term. It, maybe? always ahead of the time.
2: Can you sing it?
3: You don't want to
0: hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Your excuse the copyright rules. The copyright <laughs> rules. Hey, Next guess what, guys? We've actually <laughs> we've actually got both of you guys got passes. To You're go to both big, big enough bar. fans.
2: I think you both so, deserve it.
0: <laughs> come to the. Ross is gonna get you the information, so we'll get it to yep. you. So, oh yeah, have a seat. Yes, there you go. We'll be back. Mitch, thank you, man. You're we'll welcome. get you on the air too sometime. It's it's, Appreciate it. it's such an amazing experience. So thanks for coming out. Thanks for having me. Take care of you. You make me look so unstylish, and normally I dress great. So yeah, we'll come to Paisley sure. get some swag. Okay, you know? I'll definitely do that. Thank you, Mitch. Appreciate it. Thanks. Um, you know, it's one of those things where it's in our backyard. Yeah. And, and you
2: forget, you take it for granted that you can always go, just like all the other things that we have here.
0: Yeah, you you, know? you want I don't want to call it a hidden gem, but you know, when you see it, when you're driving past the arboretum and you're on Highway Five and you're going into Chanhassen to get something at Super Target, you look, you're right, you're like, oh, that was, and then you're gone.
2: He's he's right though when he says it's like a spiritual experience because when I went, one of the times I went, there was a girl there and she was just like, it was almost like she was trying to drink in his spirit. It was just. It was weird and sweet at the same time. I mean, it was, it was cool. She was clearly an artist herself. And yeah. She was just like, it was like kind of a smoky spot for some reason. I don't know. Maybe she really did have a spirit there. Maybe the smoke <laughs> was just
0: following her. Maybe. I don't logging. know.
2: But it was really kind of cool to see. But, yeah. All right.
0: Guess what it's time for? Pass or play? Oh, my gosh.
2: I have to face you so I can see when you're sweating. You're pulling an wow. audible on me. Now,
0: guys, don't <laughs> cheat. Don't give her answers. Why,
2: why would they have to give me
1: answers?
0: Okay. All right. <laughs> We're going to do pass or play. Right,
1: let's, let's just get through this so we can eat some tasty food. Yes, okay? let's do it.
0: And by the way, can you uh, give a quick rundown of how to play?
1: Oh, pass or play is super simple. I read a question and these two decide if they're going to pass or play it. If they get it correctly, it is the point to them. If they pass it to the other person who gets it wrong, they also get the point.
6: All
0: right, let's Super do it. Super simple we doing
1: weather. Uh oh, everyone's Uh-oh. Off. the rain. Uh oh. All right. Uh oh. Good thing wearing this nice. Uh, you can grab
0: those if you want. Quick, sure. First. Let's, let's do
1: that. Yikes! Let's not. It's done now. Pass or play. That was a f- Pass or play.
2: that was a
0: Florida rain there.
1: It was. Yeah. All of a sudden, it's like. Ugh. Is it
0: done already? It's almost. <laughs> All right. Oh, I can't look at the answers. I
1: gotta get. I gotta get one more sheet, and you well, can't look at the Well, maybe Andrew can assist. Computer. Andrew.
2: We're wasting time, Andrew. Oh, he's talking yeah. to other people. He's we'll looking we'll at, talk about something.
0: He's looking at the food. That's yeah, Snack Chat is coming up.
2: Snack Chat is coming All right. up. We we have, Here we go. Don't look
1: at the crowd. Here. Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> Your questions are <laughs> options.
2: I need a It pen.
1: came from the grassy knoll.
2: Grassy knoll. Skull Vikes. Skull Vikes.
1: Say What? Oh, 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 it's magic.
0: <laughs> oh, God. That was awful.
1: Do you know your own company? Okay. Are you first?
0: Oh, uh, you can go first. Yeah. I think you're two behind.
1: Okay.
2: Um, let's go with uh, whatever the first one was. I already forgot.
0: Grassy Knoll? It Grassy came
2: Knoll. from
1: the Grassy Knoll.
0: Grassy Knoll. Here, I'm going to shorten this up because he's going to take too long. Ross just went to Dallas quick. He saw something on the Grassy Knoll. He's got trivia.
1: Okay, fun. 24-7, Americans have access to this infamous plaza. It is the same plaza in which Lee Harvey Oswald and perhaps others assassinated the thirty-fifth, 35th, thirty-fifth 35th president. I almost said annual of the United States, John Fitzgerald Kennedy. The name of that plaza is A. Dealey Plaza, B. The Dallas Plaza, C. The Lone Star Plaza, or D. The Plaza de State Fair. D! <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm certainly not going to
2: pass it.
0: Well, then that's a good idea.
2: So I think I will say it might be D. <laughs> it
0: is. Come on, really? You think it's D, the State Fair Plaza in Texas?
2: It's
0: not. It's not. Do you have an answer, or are you, or are you
1: passing? We got to get I'm some, not passing. I'm gotta not passing. We got to get some folks up here to eat some good food.
2: Okay. So, what was the first? Say them quickly. You don't have to be uh, all Daly, dramatic.
1: Dealey Plaza, Dallas Plaza, Lone Star Plaza. It's
2: Dallas Plaza.
1: Final answer? Yeah. That is incorrect. Ah, it is, is it Dealey? It is the Dealey Plaza.
0: Dang. The only way I know that is because I follow him on Instagram. And
1: of course, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but
0: I, oh, I get the point.
1: Uh, at the Ross Brendel on Instagram, by Next the way. one. Skolvikes, say I'll what. I'll do skull. You'll do skullvikes. Skolvikes. Who was the first team the Minnesota Vikings ever defeated in the regular season? A, the Detroit Lions. B, the Cleveland Browns. C, the Chicago Bears. D, the San Francisco 49ers.
0: Uh, Go D, final answer.
1: D is incorrect. You should have passed that one. It's the Chicago Bears. Is that what you
0: would have guessed? No. Uh Oh. All right, here we go. Last one, tiebreaker.
1: Say What? Oh, 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 it's Magic. Do you know your company? Oh, 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 Magic. I love this. It's speed we passer want f- We want food. Uh, shortly before playing the leading role in Magic Mike, oh, this, this actor was co star to Jonah Hill in the remake of 21 Jump Street. Is it A, Michael Cera. <laughs> distracting. B, Matthew McConaughey. C, Brad Pitt. Or D, Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum.
0: That is correct. correct. I didn't I lo- even see that movie. I love how they, he asked for actor, they named a movie. Too many beers. <laughs> <laughs> is that it? No, they said oh, movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So
1: it's very distracting.
0: That is it. Stacey wins. <laughs> yeah, I win. All right, let's All do right. Snack Chat. We
1: have a bunch of great people here, and I'm just going to take them in the first order of standing up here.
0: All right, let's do it. Why don't
1: you come on over from the Blue Barn? Blue
0: barn. Oh, Blue Barn. They have my favorite beer. And they the blueberry yes, blonde.
1: I
2: that's the only beer in my life I have ever liked. Yeah,
0: the blueberry blonde is is really good. I think
2: really that's the good. one that it we like. It's a good one. Hi. Yeah, hi. What do you have for us? I let me
5: see. I'm like, what do I pack in this one? Here, I'll
2: help. <laughs> I've got an extra hand.
5: Surprise! Uh uh-oh. oh. The breakfast gnocchi. Gnocchi.
6: Can you
2: say
5: gnocchi? Gnocchi.
0: Gnocchi. If people don't know what gnocchi is, it's a Potato, pasta kind yeah, of thing. Yeah,
5: like a little dumpling.
0: And this is uh, available all day?
5: All day.
2: And we don't have any forks, so you're going to have to we... eat it like a little piggy. I'm doing my, ha- I'm
0: doing my hand. You. Put your face in
2: there.
1: Mm. Oh, she's got We're one. We're teasing you with the forks. <laughs> that is shoes. an incredible spread
0: in front of you. I That's... brought one for you, too. Wow. Oh, look at that. Yeah, grab one, Ross. So
5: So uh, uh, basil pesto cream, wow. scrambled eggs, wow. the gnocchi. And then a little bit of balsamic drizzle, some green onions.
0: You know, this is really good. That pesto adds a lot.
5: Mm-hmm. It's fresh, right? To the eggs, yeah. And it brightens it up.
0: It is super, super fresh. Mm-hmm. I love that. This is really good. And, and then of course, a
5: piece of lardone because, you know, bacon belongs on pretty much
0: everything. Oh, my everything, gosh.
5: Right? You can get it on, on right? whatever. That you is good
0: all day, especially after a beer. And yeah. Yeah, that is really good. What do you have I, next?
5: And then I've got a sweet potato poutine. Ooh, I
2: love sweet potatoes.
5: Um, so waffle fry, sweet potatoes. We can potatoes. share it if you
2: want. Oh yeah.
5: And we're, we went vegetarian on this, so this is made with the Beyond Meat chorizo sausage. Um, and I'm not going
1: to need to eat dinner tonight. This we're going to
5: share fantastic. so you don't. have yeah. to. Yeah. And a turmeric, uh, turmeric corn gravy, Ellsworth cheese curds, a little bit of pico de gallo on top.
0: Those are re- that's really good. The sweet potato adds a nice, obviously sweetness to what you normally don't yeah. get in poutine. Which is saltiness.
5: Right. So it's a riff on poutine, and we wanted to do vegetarian. Is this cheese right here? Um, cheese curd, yeah. yeah. Corn being in season right now. You've got the sweet corn gravy.
2: That's an interesting combo. That's so yeah.
5: good. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And that chorizo is really nice and a nice amount of spice.
5: Right, so we take the beyond meat and we make it into a terizo, but it's not too uh,
2: spicy. Not too spicy.
5: We got to be be Minnesota spicy. Because I get in trouble
2: when there's too much spice. It hurts my tongue, and then I cry. (laughs)
0: Where are you guys located?
2: Blue
5: Barn. We are in the West End Market area, that new beautiful uh, area right by the Transit Center. It's, well, I guess it's not new anymore, but we've been well, there since 2014. It's new I mean. newish.
2: It's still newish. And it's well, the you know, big blue barn with the with, with the rooster on it. The yeah. rooster, the big blue barn right by the Sky Ride, and uh, yeah. Comes What's right, nice us. is you can take the Sky Ride and and it goes and it drops you off right at KS95. Yes, it does. It
0: sure does. And by the way, um, you have the sweet corn is new this year. Yes. With the plantain chips, I had that yep. last night.
2: The sweet corn elote.
0: Oh, It's so. Good. I need a spoon for that dip. So. You do.
5: You got to grab a fork too. Okay, you you a know, sounds spoon, good. Spoon fork. You got the chips, but you definitely need to.
0: Thanks okay. for coming out. It Appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for having us. Yes. You hungry? There you go. Yeah, are
1: you? you guys g- could use some food. We Here. can now uh, wash these are that new. down. No one ate these. You should.
2: Come on up these. to
0: the stage. Come grab one. Yeah.
2: Yeah, because we, didn't, we're, we yeah. didn't eat all of all I these. don't know
1: if you guys caught this, Stacy and Hutch, but Andrew volunteered to watch all the food when it was off the table. Nobody ate this I think that's just to eat it all.
0: Uh, of course, Lulu's is here. They've got to give us our drinks.
1: You do you want drinks? to take them? Out?
0: All right. So what do you have for us? This is, first off, are they one is, I know, a frozen drink. Yep. What's, oh, and what's this one right here? This is a sour beer. It's called Electric Empress. It's, it's, it's brewed in cypress tanks for about three years. After three about years. a year of fermentation, they put 6,600 pounds of plums in there, let it ferment another two years, and you end up with this great, light tasting, almost like a wine. Sour it doesn't beer.
2: taste like a yucky beer to me. It tastes like a tasty, plummy deliciousness.
0: Yeah, it's, it's one of those things where, and it's, I know, you, is it a sour? Yes, it, yeah. it doesn't taste exactly like a sour taste. It's more of a, yeah, it's really good. Well, the plums give it a real nice Yeah, I like taste. it.
2: Because, mm-hmm. you know, it's either, it's either beer or wine when you come out here. And it's like, yeah, I'm not a beer girl. Wine's okay. But this is very different.
0: Oh, okay, this one here. Yeah. That's, that's, that's good. good that looks that's creamy really and delicious. Yeah. And that's real simple. We just take Rebel Hard Coffee. It's a uh, s'mores flavor. We put it in a slush machine, just slushy it up and... It's a s'more slushy. Yeah. We gotta wrap it up with okay. Five miles. All right.
6: Oh, right. We we're going to wrap hurry. this up.
0: Sir, this is delicious. Thank you for coming out here. We'll eat more. We'll put these on the podcast a little bit later. Uh, there's like. tell me what this is? Air. That's a hot dog. Okay. And then your fried chicken with the Betty and Earl's biscuit? Yeah, that's right. All right. We're going to do some cheese. other. We're going to get the other guys up here in a little bit, and then we'll uh, go ahead and talk about the rest of the food. Thanks for coming out. Appreciate it. There thank you, thank you, go. you very much. All right, we moved inside to the bunker. It's raining, there's lightning, but we still got some great food coming out. Who are you?
6: I'm Andrea, I'm from the Sausage Sisters. The (laughs) Sausage Sisters. Now
0: that's an interesting name. Oh yes,
6: it's great.
0: I love it. So you're at the State Fair, you got some foods that people want to try. What do we got here?
6: Our new food this year is our Buzzin' Hot Honey Chicken Sausage Kebab. (sighs) We have a chicken sausage, cornbread biscuit, coleslaw, and then hot honey drizzled on top. You can have regular hot honey or extra hot honey. Hot honey is very Minnesota hot. Okay. <laughs> I'll then, be the judge of that. Props. I know. And then the, the, I put the X here for the extra hot honey. Is that
0: homemade coleslaw then, or is that?
6: It's something we prepare in the shop. The yeah. shop right there. Yeah.
0: Wow. Good. All right. I'll do the hot honey. Cause I know how okay. you are with.
6: I suggest I mean, just pushing just... it off of the, the, or oh, go Let's for go. it. Yes. <laughs> I love, love it. I'm going to push it off. Like sausages, that's
0: really good. sausage. So it's the
6: chicken sausage, it's got roasted red peppers
0: in it, roasted garlic and spices. And that biscuit, it's really hard. I don't, I mean, I know this because I tried it once, but biscuits are hard to make without being so dry.
6: Yeah.
0: And when you combine it with a sausage, it's actually a really moist biscuit. Yeah.
6: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that's really good. Wow. And the hot's not too hot. That's
6: not too hot. And you tried the extra hot. I
0: it's tried the extra hot. Yeah. yeah, right? What do you got? Those look familiar.
6: Okay, these are jalapeno poppers. They're a favorite in the evening time. I'm
3: afraid. I'll do okay, it. Okay,
6: so we take a jalapeno and we take the well we oh. have someone take the ribs and the seeds out. But it is a jalapeno, so it's Russian roulette. You never know what you're gonna get. <laughs> but we stuff it with monterey jack cheese, a Tex Mex sausage, wrapping in bacon. All right.
0: For the sake of her stomach,
6: it's, it's so I'll good. have all three and make sure you're Oh, good. The yeah, there we go. Oh my God. Yes. Go for it. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, here's the thing about jalapenos. They're not bad when the seeds aren't in
6: them. Exactly. It's like
0: a pepper. I'm yes. so scared. Well, it is a pepper.
6: I think if you take the bite right where the bacon is, it's not so bad.
1: It's crispy bacon too. <laughs> so
6: don't make me nervous. <laughs> just don't take this part if you're if you're worried about the spice. Go just That's for the good. sausage and the bacon part. Okay. And That's take very the good. toothpick out too, so you don't eat wood. Don't eat little piece of wood. <laughs> oh, that was really good.
2: You got this. <laughs> I only got bacon. Which isn't a bad thing. Okay, what's alright? No, it's hot. It's
0: hot. Is it hot? Oh there spin it out over there. Right there. In
2: there. <laughs> <laughs> Here. Hot Minnesota hurts.
0: Here's your smoothie uh thing. That this is gonna make me drunk
6: and ten Look though. at this.
0: Look at this. Yeah.
6: Too hot for Casey.
0: That's <laughs> <laughs> no, awesome. So well, thank you for coming this. out. Where are you located?
6: In the food building. If you go to the Liney Lodge, Go across the street. We're right in the door there.
0: Cool. Thank you, Sausage Sisters. Sausage, Sausage Sisters. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. All right, we got one more.
6: About my
0: two more. Two more. Oh, we have two, two more. more. Wow, look at us. So oh, oh, Look how
4: pretty.
0: More breakfast. Yeah. What is your name? Where are you from?
4: I'm Jenny
0: from the Hideaway Speakeasy in the Grandstand, Second oh. like Level West End.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you need a more? Do you need another drink? I need a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I my water. All right. So, what did you bring? I have the all packed up duck egg sandwich these ducks are coming fresh from Minnesota farm in Bear Bolt called Gray's Farm they're sustainably raised, all organic meat all organic feed um, Tiffany and Ad, and Andy are amazing farmers and I just really want to give thanks to them what, Aww. look yeah. at the
0: size of these yolks yeah, Those are huge.
4: duck eggs are actually have a different kind of protein Wow um, they're twice as big as regular chicken eggs. what is the taste satisfying. difference
0: between a regular egg and maybe a duck so egg.
4: i think they're a little bit more creamy and satisfying where the it'll stick to you mm-hmm. and it's, it's just satiating okay it'll How listen much, what's the protein age, difference yeah. scientifically more? i'm not going to sell protein difference it does have a little bit more protein i believe but it's a different type of protein that there goes could that be one. easily uh digested by some people but i'm not a dietitian nor a
0: No, you said this is considered a sandwich?
4: Well, some people are using it with a fork and knives. Um, I'm gonna eat it like this. Yeah, it's got spinach, tomato, an aged cheddar cheese, Mm. a duck egg, and a creamy paprika aioli.
0: Oh, Gosh, That's very good. Thank you. Oh, I'm sorry. It's my beard. <laughs> <laughs> I need to shave this thing off. Mm-hmm. That is mm-hmm. very good. What did you say that sauce was? It, it, it,
4: paprika aioli. Oh, wow. Paprika and eggs always go perfectly We together.
0: decided to give all the spice today to Stace.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I like it. <laughs> it's very good. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's not bad. Thank you. No, the, the sauce is not hot. It's not. Uh, it's very good. That is very good. Yeah.
4: Good choice. Well,
0: that is good, thank well, you.
4: Thanks for having us.
0: Well, I'm sure you don't want us to We're get We're on the west end here. of the second
4: end of the grandstand over by the veranda patio. Mm. Oh,
0: thank you. Well, thank, thank you for coming. You. Appreciate it. Have a great day. It. Thank you, you too. Stay dry. See ya. Oh. Yeah, don't get struck by lightning. Right, well, well <laughs> we got one more. Blue moon. Oh, see. Now this stuff doesn't look so hot. I love no, your logo.
2: Is. I bought a t-shirt with your logo because I think it's so cute.
7: Thanks. What's your name? <laughs> My name's Tyson.
0: Tyson, and you know what? Look what you have here.
7: What is that? Hot dogs. Dog. Dog. <laughs> so right away for you guys, I got New Mexico chili Hatch um, hot dogs. Hatch chilies from New Mexico, paired with a prickly pear um, sushi. And then I also have a lemon tortilla chips
0: okay.
7: with a lemon Oreo curd dip. Lemon Oreo?
2: So unusual. So we took
7: the filling of a lemon Oreo and mixed it in with lemon curd and kind of made our own cream dip with it. That's a lot of work. Sweet. Oh my gosh. So what are these again? So actually we took up crushed um, vanilla Oreos Mm -hmm. and incorporated how you would make soft shell tortillas and kind of made it together a 50-50 and then how you would make traditional soft shell tortillas. But you still get that cookie texture like from the Oreo cookie, but also like a fried um, tortilla chip we know how I know how you love this because it's hot
0: dogs and golden Oreos I love Gordon she's not a chocolate Oreo person she's a golden Oreo person
7: so awesome well I'm gonna steal that from you
2: oh he's gonna take my hot dog I am sorry and what is
7: this this little delicious
0: this is a prickly pear slushy Mm. I was very good that hatch chili again not too spicy wow I
7: love how the state fair restaurants
0: they make sure it's Minnesota spicy yes (laughs) not too hot when you say spicy
7: that's I'll let you try that in a minute okay oh my god get a lot of that you? So mm.
2: you guys must just sit around and think what can we do what can we do how do you figure this stuff out
7: um it's through our head chef mike with all his travel experiences of curating of the wow. amount of food that's been experienced to, but also how do we make it state fair like
0: mm-hmm. and do you plan this a year in advance or do you like go through different does he go through different recipes and just kind of perfect
7: it we do go through uh, some trials through different cookbooks. Do you get to you know. try those things or? We do. Oh, yes. see how that's the, that's the job I want.
0: I'll try the state fair foods you might put in. I'll
2: be your guinea pig. Yeah. Oh my gosh. How good is this stuff? Emphasis on the pig. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, we don't we're in radio. We don't eat on TV, but now we do. So, yeah. this is very good in this this lemon. This
2: is my favorite dessert I've had so far. Is
0: it? <laughs> yeah. I don't where go. I don't listen. This is what we're we do. double
2: dipping because we're, we're very we're close. Fine, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, thank you for coming. I appreciate it. Thanks for having us. I wish we could have stayed out at the uh, stage oh well. with everyone out there, but we can talk about praise. We talked about a lot today. Mm-hmm. Pastor play. We'll give the one to Stacy. I don't know what happened.
2: Yeah, I
0: win. Uh, but there you go. Stacy, not say too much. Thanks to mattress galaxy. By the way, they have a new location
2: mm-hmm. in Woodbury next to the water tower um, off 94. Make sure you take the elevator to the third floor because that's where the magic is. Say hi to Suzanne. She's lovely.
0: Stacy, you showed me the picture of your new frame. Um, my new frame. base. I got, a base?
2: New, I got a new base. Uh, they've come a long way with some new ones, and they're very cool. I can now push one button, and I'm like, all of a sudden, I'm sitting up watching TV, and you don't have to readjust yourself. Well, see, I
0: have a question because the bases that I was used to with my grandparents, mm-hmm. I'd sit there, and then I'd get a wedgie. You know, and I would be like, okay, this base, oh. is it's, it's okay, but mm-hmm. this one doesn't you move anything. It keeps you...
2: So We're I'm so eating.
0: hungry. We like this. We're
2: yeah, usually you have to like readjust yourself, and if I have the cat in the lap, they get upset.
7: Yeah.
2: You want to upset a cat, right? No. Or, no. No. <laughs> they don't even notice, except for they get a little freaked out by the noise.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it is—it is cool. Like you go up, and then mm-hmm. everything's still there. It's... There's a
2: vibration thing, so like if you like if you like the vibrating sound to, or movement to make you fall asleep. Yes. Um. It even will track if you're too, like. I'd be like, oh, I feel kind of warm. And I look at my little my little app and it says, your temperature is a bit warm. And I'm like, I was right.
0: Now, was that Suzanne saying that to you at the side of your bed? Or is that the actual app? Is she Does she come with the, the base or is it's that? It's the app. We're oh, okay, got it. I, know if, I didn't know if Suzanne came with the base. She's said, very nice, you're...
2: but she's not weird. You're warm,
0: you're vibrating.
2: It'll tell you lots of things like how much deep sleep you had, how much light sleep you had, what REM, how much REM you had. That's the restorative part. So it's actually teaching me a lot about what kind of sleep I'm getting, which is really
0: nice. So go to Mattress Galaxy, the three locations. We love them. Thank you for sponsoring Stacey and Hutch Say too much. We'll see you at the next podcast. Bye. Your
2: story. It lives in River City, where you can enjoy a metropolitan vibe and a small town feel, where we set the standard for service and looking out for one another, where there's so much more than steak in our thriving food scene. Your story is the story of Omaha, told by those who live it and love it. Whether that's helping you keep up with the Cornhuskers or creating the content you crave. And here in the Omaha World Herald is where it comes to life Omaha World Herald, where your story lives.